going to worship tonight. Come on, put your hands together. Hi, I'm Sandra Buchanan, an iron sharpener. I welcome everyone an iron sharpener today. Glory to God. I thank God I'm delayed, but I am present. Praise God. I hope that you're having a blessed day. Glory to God. Um, what is Iron Sharpener to, about? If you're here for the first time listening on Iron Sharpener broadcast, it is a platform that God has given me to be a blessing so that others can come on and share his testimony. Testimonies are very important. The word of God said we overcome the enemy by the words of our testimonies and by the blood of the lamb. It's important to give God praise. It's important to talk to God about and thank him for what he has done for us. We don't take the time out and thank God enough. So that's what Iron Sharpen is about. If God has given you a gift, a talent, and you want to share it to impact this generation, let us know. Reach out to us, ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. If you want to call us and leave a message, 518-703-8487. Because I know you have a gift inside of you. I know you have a talent inside of you, a passion to create something, to invent something to change this world, change this generation. We want to hear about it. We want the whole world to know your story. You have a powerful testimony. What God has done, connect with Iron Sharpener. We want to hear your testimony. Amen. Glory to God. So I am Sandra Buchanan, all the way from Hudson, New York. It is a rainy day today, but we give God praise Praise God. I hope you are having a blessed day wherever you are listening to my voice or just seeing me on this broadcast. I welcome you on Iron Sharpener. Please share, please share, please share, please share. Glory to God. The Subscribe, subscribe and share the link. I want to be a blessing to everyone today. Glory to God. Please share and subscribe. Iron Sharpener www.ironsharpener.net ironsharpener.net I want to talk to you today about your vision your visions what God has given you do not let the enemy kill your dreams and kill your vision because a lot of times God has given us great visions and dreams and to, to do great things for him in this life and sometimes we let it slip away and die. But we have life and there's chances to do a lot of things that God wants us to do upon this earth. Amen. So I'm very big on vision and giving birth to what God wants to give birth to in my life. Glory to God. Because you have to remember that God works in seasons and times. And we don't want to miss any season that God has given us to make things happen, whether summer, spring, fall, and then you miss that opportunity. You have to wait years for that season to come back again before you can create and invent what God has given you if he allows you to do it again, right? So in the book of Habakkuk chapter 2, one of my favorite books, it talks about... to. God told Habakkuk to write the vision because God, Habakkuk wanted, the prophet Habakkuk wanted to see God take vengeance 
on the wicked, vengeance on people that are doing wrong. And he was just so upset. But God spoke a word to Habakkuk, glory to God, that he need to just wait and write down the vision because it will come to pass. And in the book of Habakkuk 2, it says, Habakkuk said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what you will say unto me and what I will say when I am approved. And the Lord answered me. The Lord spoke to Habakkuk. Sometimes we wait upon God and we want to hear from God to, to do something right at this moment that we are praying. You're praying for something. And you're like, I want it right now. I want it right now. And you're not hearing from God and you're getting frustrated. You're not getting any confirmation. You're getting so frustrated because you want an answer from God. And this is what Abacad said. The Lord said, and the Lord said, answer me and said, and the Lord answered me, Abacad said, write the vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Glory to God. So have you written down the visions that God have given you? Have you written down your dreams, the things that God have told only you about that he's given to you because he trusts you that you will fulfill all the things that he told you to do. Have you written them down? Glory to God. He makes it plain, right? Are you running with it? Are you going to make it happen? Glory to God. So when God give you something, glory to God, he speaks to you. Oh, hallelujah. We give God praise. Sorry, my phone just keep ringing. God speak a word to you. He gives you a vision. It is very important that you write it down. Things that the Lord reveals to you and understand that they are for an appointed time, a specific time for purpose. Your destiny is very important to God. And you want to make sure that you're writing everything down. He tells you to write down so that when the time comes for you to move with him, and the season come is going to act upon that. So timing is very important for God. But it's important that you write things down because sometimes when you get visions, we don't remember it. So as he gives you something, you have a notebook and a pen, you write things down. We tend to get impatient when we have claimed God's promises and believe the Lord will bring it to pass. Visions and dreams. We get very impatient because we want it right now, this minute. But we have to know that there is a set time and there is an appointed time for fulfillment. Glory to God. But we have to have faith and believe the Lord. Glory to God. And claim our promises. Pray over your promises and your visions and believe for the fulfillment of them. Glory to God. We It's so important. We cannot get impatient with God because impatient brings frustration and frustration brings unbelief. 
and God do not like unbelief. He said, you will not get anything from him if you don't believe him. We have to believe God and know that what he said, it will come to pass as long as we are in right standing with him. What is right standing? Right standing is when you are living the life that pleases God, that everything that you do, it's right before the Lord. Your ways are before him. Because he said the good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. Glory to God. So we are living our life in fear of the Lord, in reverence of him, living a life of repentance daily, speaking to him, have a relationship with him, fellowshipping with God, communicating with him, worshiping, a prayer life, a praise life, a life in the word. It's very important because we grow in the word of God, and we are sanctified to the word. What is sanctification? It's set apart to be holy. Do he has called, he makes us holy through the word. Glory to God. Because we cannot be righteous on our own. Our righteousness is like filthy rags. He makes us righteous through his blood. And we use our faith to believe in him. And he set us apart and make us righteous. Amen. So when he give you a vision and a dream, it's very important that you write it down and you pray over it and you seek God day and night, cover it under the blood of Jesus and you make preparation how you're going to fulfill this vision. What is the appointed time? what God wants me to do in preparation for the fulfillment of your visions and your dreams. Glory to God. Sometimes he don't give you the time to fulfill, but he gave it to you, meaning you have to prepare for it. You have to put it in prayer. Glory to God. And whatever else that you have to prepare for concerning that vision, do it. Glory to God. Because you don't want to abort your vision. Aborting your vision is when by unbelief, you don't believe that it's going to happen. You don't cover it with your prayers. You don't seal it with your prayers. So the enemy at any time can snatch the vision out of you. Glory to God. Because the scripture said, a word, a word, the word of God, the seed, the soul went out to sow seed upon good soil, stony grounds and good soil and sometimes the enemy snatch the word out of your heart and then you you started to doubt god and you don't believe what god is saying and if you get to that point you can abort the vision that god has given unto you i'm sure you want to accomplish your vision i'm sure you want to see things happen in your life and god gets all the glory and the praise because what he told you has come to pass but you have to do your part you have to write it down you have to make it happen you have to pray you have to seek god you have to fast you're going to seek counsel and then you're going to ask god when is the appointed time what is my preparation what do i need to do and sometimes you have to do research based on what the vision is. Do research for others that have done it. How they go about it. What have they done to make themselves pre prepared for what God is about to birth in you? Do not give. Do not let this give get aborted, so to speak. Do not let your 
vision get aborted. Do not let the enemy snatch the vision and the dreams that God wants to create in you to come alive. Glory to God. We give God praise. So it's very important that we understand that it's important to cover your visions. And it says here, though it tarries, though it may delay, sometimes it's there's delay, right? It says, wait, because it will surely come. And sometimes when we give up because it's delay and delay, delay, we tend to give up. And the moment you give up, that's when the time that God was going to break forth and break forth your vision and bless you abundantly. However, spiritual, spiritually or overweight, the vision was for you. I don't know your dreams. I don't know your vision. But if you give up, it may be that very moment that you decide to let go and not wait. You lose the blessing. But waiting doesn't mean sitting and folding your hands and said, I'm just going to wait. I'm not making preparation. I'm not doing anything. I'm waiting because the word of God say, wait. No, waiting meaning you're still working. You're still preparing the vision. You're still getting research how to go about it. You're still praying. You're still fasting. You're still doing everything that you should do. Glory to God. So that the vision will still be in the womb you don't want to uh, get aborted so you're doing everything that you it takes to keep this vision until the time for it to give birth a mother who's carrying a child in her belly she's gonna do everything eat right get plenty rest she's not going to do anything that will jeopardize the birth of her unborn child glory to god everything the doctor recommends she does do not drink alcohol. Do not eat certain foods, right? Do not do certain things. So she's very careful at that time. Until the time of the nine months, the time for her to give birth. She's going to go forth and give birth to a healthy child because she has followed every precaution necessary, all the steps necessary to have a healthy child. And so it is in the realm of the spirit when God placed greatness inside of you and i we have to take care of that baby take care of it until the time to give birth to it you're going to do everything you're going to get the wisdom from god the spiritual insights and understanding that what you are carrying is not of you it's for the kingdom of god to and god to get the glory so you're going to be very careful how you handle it inside of you glory to god mary when she when the angel gabriel went to her and said you are carrying baby jesus you are carrying jesus the savior of the world glory to god she understood what she ought to do in order for her to have a bell healthy child amen so so it is when god give us visions and dreams do not take it lightly a lot of time you're wondering why your life is in one spot, why you're not producing, why you're not being productive, what is happening. I'm just at a stand, standstill. I'm stuck in one spot. I'm not moving forward. There's, your heaven is closed. Why? Because you're, you're, you didn't pay attention to what God 
wanted to give you in that vision and a dream. If you could go back to a dream or a vision that God give you, he give you specific instruction or he may show you a picture of something. And it's your responsibility to go back to God and say, I got this vision at this year, at this time or last year, 10 years ago. What do I need to do? How do I prepare for it? And you do your research and all these things because you know for sure that God said it, it will, it will come to pass. So surely, because the scripture said, it will not tarry. Wait. It will not lie and it will speak. It will not lie because God is not a man that he should lie. He will break forth what he told you he's going to do for you. It will speak. It will not lie. Though it tarry, though there is delay, there is this attacks to abort the greatness inside of you. The enemy don't want us to do great things for God. The enemy just wants us to be losers. But I come against that plan in the name of Jesus because according to Jeremiah 29, verse 11, he said, For I know the plans I had for you, the plans of good and not of evil, to give us an expected end, meaning a good hope and a good future. Glory to God. So how do you take care of the visions and the dreams that God has placed inside of you? You take care of it by speaking and declaring the word of God over the dreams and the vision. Amen. You declare and you speak forth the word of God over every dreams and every visions that God have given unto you for it to come alive. And be careful what you speak out of your mouth because life and death are in the power of the tongue. Glory to God. Be careful how you speak. Speak life over your life, over your destiny, over your children, over your business, over your home, over your marriage. Speak life because words are very powerful. And whatever you speak, it will happen. Glory to God. If you speak negative, negative results will come forth. But if you speak positive, you speak the word of God. I encourage you to speak the word of God. Study the word of God. Study the scriptures so you know how to speak and declare and decree the word of God over your life and over your destiny. Because too many times we have lived a defeated life. We, we don't fulfill our dreams and our visions. We're not productive. We're not fruitful in business in all these areas. Why? Because we have an adversary that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Because we are not opening our mouth and speaking for the promises of God, the word of God. We need to speak it forth over our lives, over our family, over our children. Glory to God. Because we have an adversary that is raging to defeat the people of God. But we have our weapon we have an armor that God has given unto us, and we need to always wear our armor. Make use of your armor. It's in Ephesians chapter 6. You could read the armor that God has given unto us. Glory to God. So I really want to see our, our visions come alive. Too long we have been sitting, waiting, and waiting, and waiting. And then we miss the seasons for that year that you were supposed to break forth and give birth to that vision. Amen. You were supposed to break forth and give birth 
to that, but you miss your season. Now you have to wait. And if God allows you to do it again, you have mercy and give us time to do it again. But why would you want to wait five years for something that God wants to give you in this season? The children of Israel, they waited and waited in the wilderness and circle around for 40 years. Why? Because they missed their seasons and because of disobedience. So I pray for you as I pray for myself that we will not miss our season when the time for visions and dreams to come alive. We'll be very aware of what God is doing. We will be so in tune with the spirit of God. And that's where prayer comes and obedience to live in the word and to have a prayer life. When you have a prayer life, you know what God wants for you and what season God wants for you. And sometimes we miss season because we just tend to not pay attention in prayer. Your prayer life went way down. You diminish in your prayer. And you can't know the mind of God if you're not praying. How can you know the things of God, the mind of the Lord? How can you know it if you're not praying? Because to have a relationship with God, it's a spiritual relationship. God um, speaks to us through the spirit. A spiritual relationship with God. Because the flesh and blood cannot please God. If we're walking in the flesh, we cannot please God. Glory to God. So when God gives you a vision, okay, you may ask, how do I know God give me? I don't have a vision. I never have a vision. I never see a dream. But he plays a passion in you. Every one of us, we have passion to do different things. What is the passion that God placed in your heart that you need to do? You want to change something. Certain things that you see around in your world hurts you. You want to change. Like you see hungry, the starving people, the homeless. You see them on the streets. You see people begging for food. And they just burn you in your passion, in your heart. You're so upset because you want to change the world. You want to feed the poor. You want to house the homeless. That is your vision and dream. That is a passion. That's something that God has placed inside of you for you to do something and act upon it. So when the, those passion comes, it's the inner prompting inside of you. You have to pray and say, God, this is how I'm feeling right now concerning this situation. How can I make this happen? How can I help the situation? I have a burden. Sometimes it comes in a burden. Like it's so, it weighs down heavily in your spirit. And you have to go into prayer and intercession and pray and pray because the burden comes so heavy. So you have to take it to the Lord and find out why are you having this burden? What can you do about this burden? And sometimes the burden comes for you to just pray. To just make intercession. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then he'll instruct you on what you need to do going forward as you begin to make intercession for certain things. But it's very important that your prayer life has to be turned up. It has to grow. You spend time in prayer. You spend relationship grows when you spend time with someone. And that's how it is with the Lord. You have to spend time with him to know him to know his character, to know his ways, what pleases him. You spend time with your husband, you spend time with your wife, your family, your kids. You know them, and they know you. 
So the Lord requires the same thing. He wants us to have a relationship with him, to speak to him, to worship him, to commune with him, to have fellowship with him. So we know the heart and the mind of God so that we can fulfill our destiny and our dreams and our passion. But a prayerless lessness life is a unproductive life. It's an unfruitful life because you're not communicating with Jesus, none at all. How can you know what to do, how to go about things to fulfill your destiny if you're not praying, if you don't have a prayer life? So that's number one. How do you communicate with your God? You have to have a prayer life. And if you do, you could grow it. It's something that you could grow, 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 because there's leaps and bounds in God. There's no limit. The heights, the depths in God. My God, it's so powerful. And God requires us to keep digging for more of him, more of his understanding, more of his ways, more of his love, more of his character, more of his everything about God. We can search and dig deep for more. Amen. So I want to encourage you to do not take your visions and your dreams lightly. Do not miss your season. I don't know what it is that God has spoken to you about that you need to do this year. Go back to the Lord. Seek his face and say, Lord, is this the season for this thing that I need to do? And once you get confirmation, you begin to work it out, act upon it. And if you need help, ask him to send destiny helpers. Destiny helpers are very important. And you have to pray that God will release your destiny helpers. Because we know that the enemy will fight against everything that God wants to do in our lives. There is warfare. We have to fight to give birth and break forth into the things of God. It's not going to come just by sitting down and waiting and folding your arms and not praying and not reading the word and not seeking the face of God and not communing with him and not doing your research. You have to do your, your part. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Faith and works come together to make things happen. It says, though it tarry, wait, it shall speak. It will not lie. Glory to God. So it has a voice. The vision has a voice. It will speak. It will not lie. Because we serve a God that he, not a man that he should lie. Glory to God. So I want to encourage you. And if you have tried and you have tried and you have tried of that vision and that dream, that great passion, that invention that God gave to you. And you tried it and it failed. It tried and it failed. It tried and it failed. It may be a ministry God has given to you and you try it, it failed. You try, you fail. You have to go back to the Lord because he did not lie to you. You may get discouraged and say, oh, the Lord lied because he told me to do this and it, it's not working. I've been doing it for 10 years and nothing is happening. But what about the strategy? Maybe your strategy is off because there is strategic ways to do things. And you have to seek in prayer the strategy to do things, to get things done. And you have to seek in prayer the location of what to do and how to do. Maybe a business. Is your location the right location? 
how is the strategy that you need to get your clients what it is that you need to do to get things up and running so there's things that you need to figure out how to get things done because if god says giving it to you he's giving it to you and if he give you the season to do it you have to act and move fast into that season if he say wait it's not the time or the season you have to wait and while you're waiting don't wait and fold your arms like i said you do your research how is this community that i live how many people living in this area what's the target what's the the income bracket in this area for this business how many people in this community what's the demand for this type of business how many people are doing this kind of business will i be successful as another person doing the same business in this community should i go on in another area to broaden my coast enlarge my coast and how many people in that area and how many people are doing that kind of business but you know that god has spoken a word that you need to do this business and he's given you the passion for it so you have to know where how when and your market who's going to buy from you who's your market so these are the things that you need to know glory to god what is the demand for the product that you're trying to give what you're trying to sell you have to find out glory to god because if you don't do your homework you're going to fail and then you're going to blame god and said oh god lied to me he told me to do this business and nothing is happening and and that making any money losing no did you consult god what to do next okay lord this is not working i tried this i did my advertising i did my research i tried it still nothing is happening you told me it's this season so every step you go you go to him okay lord what's next i've done this part i've done this i've done that what's next sometime all you have to do is just continue to push along push along you have done everything you're in the right path way and you just continue to pray continue to do everything that you need to do according to the word of god when it comes to your business and then you just trust trust believe because if you don't believe while you're doing it you're going to have problems because you can't get anything from god if you have unbelief if you don't trust you don't believe god why why are you waiting on him if you don't believe that he's going to do what he said he's going to do you have to believe and know for sure that it will not lie abacup 2 verse 2 to 3 it says it shall speak it will not lie it cannot lie though it tarry wait and a lot of time i have to tell myself the same thing though it tarry wait it cannot lie and now we're living in a generation that is all technologies increase media is increased and if you're not the type to go into technology to do advertisement you have to pay someone to get it done because people are not going through phone books and looking up things anymore google generation google stuff it comes up everything google everything is on the internet everything so you have to be easy to find accessible so that when they're looking for you bam you're right there you're easy to get as access so that they could get your product 
So that's an example. I don't know if your vision is a business, but if it is, you have to make yourself marketable. You have to make yourself accessible, easy to locate via internet, media-wise. Market yourself. Glory to God. So certain, certain type of things, it's just seasonal. You have to know, is this a season for this type of thing that God wants me to do? And if it's a seasonal thing over here, do I need to go over here to still make it happen until that season change? Glory to God. So different things are for different seasons. And we know that. And why I say that God moves in season, because according to Joel chapter two, he said, he will restore the years and the canker and the that the cankering and the pomerol have eaten up. So we know then that we lost many years. We lost time. We lost years. So he said he'll restore it. And only God could do that miraculous to restore years that we have lost. Years that the cankering and the pomerol have eaten up, stolen from you and I. God is so merciful that he, can he will restore those years for us glory to god so we serve a mighty god and when i read that i said okay so we have a god that moves in times and seasons and if we miss it we have to wait again until he give us that he restore it amen so don't take it lightly when god speaks a vision a dream give you a vision or a dream for you to do something it's a privilege he have chosen you to do it you he trusts you and God knows he could trust you while he give it to you for you to bring it forth. But sometimes because of fear, we allow the enemy to put fear and doubt in us. And we don't do what God told us to do. Because that very gift and that very vision and dream that he has given to you, that is supposed to break forth, bring you into a fruitful land, break you forth. Glory to God. So we have to be very careful how we take the things of God, how lightly or how serious do you take the things of God, what he has spoken to you, what he wants you to accomplish, your purpose, your destiny. You have to take it very serious. The destiny for your children, you have to pray over your kids, pray over them, pray over them, pray over the things that they have a passion for, the things that they tell you they want to do. The invention, the gifting you see in them. Pray over them that God will keep them. Glory to God. And they will fulfill everything that God has spoken over their lives. Amen. Glory to God. So we give God praise. It says, wait. Do not. It's for an appointed time. Not your time, but God's time. God's appointed time. Not our time. We can force his arm. We can pluck his arm out. To get it now, we have to wait upon the appointed time. Because maybe you're not mature enough to handle what God wants to do in your life at this time. But we have to wait until the wisdom comes from God. We read deeper in the word. We have the resources together. We are very mature to handle. And I'm talking about age. What mature mentally and spiritually and physically everything to be able to carry out this vision that God wants you and I to carry out. And the moment God know that, yes, you have everything together, you could trust you mentally, spiritually. 
to get this done and you did everything, then you could say, okay, the appointed time, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. But if he knows that you're not mature enough yet, it's not time. So you can't force God and get frustrated and talk to him like he's an errand boy. God is not your errand boy. You can tell him, oh, do this, do that. Now I want it. Now I want it. No. You have to reverence your God Almighty, your King of Glory. Honor him and thank him that he have chosen you to give you that great vision and dream to break forth at his appointed time. While you wait in prayer, wait in worship, wait in doing your homework and getting the wisdom, how you're going to get things done. That's waiting until the time when he said, okay, go. The time is now. You have gotten everything together. You could do it. And then you launch for it, that greatness. You give birth to it. So that's why I'm here to encourage you today as I encourage myself. And I we want to pray that God restore years that has lost. So, Father, I pray for everyone here those listening to my voice that you will restore the years that you have mentioned in the book of Joel, chapter 2. We have lost many years, God. Many years, many years of things that we needed to do. Many dreams have been aborted. Many visions and purposes and plans that we were supposed to do for you, God. We It's lost. But Father, we thank God for your mercies that you will restore those years for us. We stole those years that the canker and the palmer worm have eaten and stolen, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we will not take it for granted our seasons and our times and our years. We're not going to take it for granted, oh God, anymore. Because we understand that you move in times and seasons. And everything is important to you. Every minute, every hour, every second is important to God. And we ought to be very sensitive. So, Lord, we pray for sensitivity in the spirit. Lord, as we walk in the spirit, Lord, as we have our prayer life, day and night, Father, we pray that we are so sensitive in the spirit to know the time and the season to accomplish your will. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The times and the season, let us be so sensitive. Like the sons of Iskar, men will go to the sons of Iskar because they know the times and the seasons and what things are to get done. Oh, glory to God. We ought to be very sensitive with the timing of God and the season of God because we have missed so many times and so many seasons, so many visions that was supposed to give birth. We lost so many of it. But all we have to do is say, Lord, we are sorry. We repent. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord Jesus, that we were not paying attention, that we were so afraid, that we didn't trust you enough to break forth what you have called us to do, Lord. And Lord, because of negative words spoken into our lives, Father, we were intimidated because of negative words. I break every spirit of intimidation over our lives today in the name of Jesus. That we will be bold, that we will not fear, we will not be intimidated because men don't understand what God have called you to do. And they intimidate you and put fear in you and speak negative words over your life and say, you, God didn't tell you that, you shouldn't do that and laugh and mock you 
and reject you, but I break that spirit, those spirit now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I declare and I decree that you are set free by the power of the blood and you are liberated and you could go and fulfill everything that God has called you to do and to be in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We give God praise. We give God praise. We worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Praise the Lord. So we have to know the promises of God. We have to believe and have faith. Glory to God. And it's important to realize that God works through the circumstances in our lives. Even if we see no results, we must continue to hold on to God-granted vision and know that it will happen when God said the time is right. The vision is for an appointed time and it may tarry, but in the end it will come to pass. So we have to wait and believe. Amen. Glory to God. We give God praise. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We give God praise. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Another thing I want to talk to you about is in the book of Proverbs 18, verse 21. Proverbs 18, verse 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We have to be careful the words that we speak. We have to choose to speak life. Death and life. So when you speak negative words over your destiny, you're killing your destiny. When you speak life over your destiny, you're giving birth to something great. So it's very important to use the word of God. Very important to not speak negativity or doubt or fear over your destiny because you could kill it or you could give it life but you have a choice and a lot of time parents speak negative over their kids they speak negative you're never going to come to nothing you're never going to be nothing but we have to be so sensitive how we speak to her children that we speak life the word of god to them and declare and decree everything that God has ordained for your kids. What he spoke to you about your kids. You have to pray over them. And make sure you protect their destiny in prayer. Amen. Glory to God. You give God praise. In the book of Job. Let's read Job. Thank you, Lord. It's very important to declare and decree. To make declaration. It's very important. To, the Bible said to declare and decree, Job 22, verse 28. Declare and decree a thing and it shall be established. Declare and decree a thing and it shall be established. Glory to God. Because God has given us power. When Jesus Christ, we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and he fills us with his spirit, he has given us power. Glory to God. So we can... Speak for the word of God and see the manifestation of that word. Job chapter 22. 
verse 28 thou shalt also decree and de decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon thy ways and when men are cast down then thou shalt say there is a lifting up and he shall save the humble person oh glory to god so every day we should make the declaration over our lives declare and decree speak forth what you want to see happen glory to god declare and decree the promises of god over your life over your children the prophetic word that was spoken over your destiny you have to speak it for it oh glory to god amen declare and decree kings made declaration and jesus christ was king prophet and priest and when he was in his kingly office, he gave command. He made declaration. And Jesus Christ are in us. The spirit of Christ live in us. So we too can make declaration and see it's established. See the manifestation. Because we speak with the power that given unto us and authority is given unto us through the spirit of God, through the Holy Spirit. And Christ living on the inside of us. So we could speak in authority. Oh, glory to God and believe. That there will be a divine manifestation. Oh, hallelujah. In the book of 1 Timothy, I just want to encourage you. Paul encouraged Timothy. It says, I charge the charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Glory to God. So the prophetic word that was spoken over your life, over your destiny, over your family, over your kids. You have to war in it in the spirit. Wage a good warfare over your destiny, over your prophecies. How do I mean wage a good warfare? In prayer. You have to cover it under the blood. Father, I cover every prophetic word concerning my destiny over the, under the blood of Jesus. And I declare and I decree that the enemy will not abort these things. My destiny, my prophetic word, it will come forth in, at the appointed time. You have to pray day and night, day and night. Cover every spoken word of God over your life and over the life of your children so that the enemy will not destroy their destiny and your, the plans and purposes of God over your life. We have to pray. We have to. And it says that. Paul warned Timothy, the prophecies that have gone ahead of you, you have to pray, Timothy. You have to pray. You have to war a good warfare. The book of 1 Timothy 1 verse 18. He said that. According to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. So we have to war. We have to pray over every prophetic word concerning your destiny because god have given us greatness every one of us glory to god but it's up to you how you're gonna handle it how you're gonna handle your prophecy how you're gonna handle your destiny glory to god is it important for you to fulfill every spoken word over your life is it important for you for your kids to to fulfill every destiny that god have ordained for them it's up to you how you handle it in prayer. How do you handle it in prayer? Prayer is a serious thing that God has given us. A serious weapon. Glory to God. To fight 
Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. You cannot fight a spiritual battle with carnal weapons. You cannot fight a spiritual... We are in spiritual warfare. You cannot fight spiritual warfare with carnal weapons. You have to fight with spiritual weapon, and it's, one of them is prayer. Prayer and intercession. You have to pray over your prophecies, over your destiny, and over your children's destiny. Glory to God. Over their future, everything that God has spoken concerning your destiny. You have to pray. Oh, hallelujah. And you have to know the word because you're going to pray the word of God. You have to pray and you're going to declare, decree the word of God and the promises of God over your life and the life of your children. It's an ongoing prayer that you have to do. Oh, hallelujah. Because the adversary is not playing. But glory to God, when you are serious with your spiritual life, your spiritual walk, your relationship with God, and your prayer life, and your life in the word, you have to take it very serious because those are weapons that God has given us. Glory to God. To grow in him, to know him, to fall in love with him, and also to fight against the wiles of the devil. Glory to God. We have to know the word so we could declare, decree the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. I'm getting all stirred up now. Ha, huh? my God. We have to know. We speak the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. So he he told Timothy, because he was Timothy's spiritual father. Timothy was like his son in the faith. And he said, war. A good warfare concerning the prophecies over your life. You have to wage war so that it will come to pass. Glory to God. And in the same book, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, it says, Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of the hands. So they prayed over Timothy by laying of the hands. And he's telling Timothy to stir up the gift, stir up, to stir up the gift. Glory to God. To stir up means to kindle, a, to kindle a fresh fire, to stir up the gift. He's telling Timothy, stir up the gift. I don't know what gift. Glory to God. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know what gift God has given to you. Well, you have to stir up the gift. Paul, Paul tell Timothy, tear up the gift in 2 Timothy 2, 2 Timothy 1, verse 6. Tear up the gift. Tear up means to kindle a fresh fire, to keep your flame burning. Stir it up, whatever gifting God has given you and talent to stir it up, to keep the flame burning. We do not know specifically which gift Paul was speaking about of stirring up. We, he didn't say which gift, but he said stirred up. However, the Greek word for gift is charisma, a word referring to the gifts of the spirit, the gift of God's grace that he imparts to the believers. That's you and I. We have to stir it up. Glory to God. There are nine spiritual gifts in the book of 1 Corinthians 12, verse 8 to 10. But it seemed like Timothy was neglecting a particular gift that was imparted to him by laying up the hands, by prayer. But Paul was saying, stirring up the gift. So I want to encourage you. What is your gift that God has given to you by the Spirit? Stir it up. 
kindle that fire. Do not let it die. Kindle that fire. Stir it up. Let it come alive. Let the flame burn. Maybe it's to sing. God has given you wonderful songs, tunes. You're writing songs. You're getting tunes and lyrics in your head. And you're writing down these tunes that God has given you and and the lyrics you're writing. God even give the lyrics. You're writing them down and you're getting the tune and the beats. Don't just neglect them. Don't just say, okay, and just fold your hand and just, I'm not, okay, I'm hearing tunes and I got visions and, and words and songs, and but you're not stirring them up. You stir up that. You begin to write. As God giving you the words of the songs, you begin to write them. And it's given you tunes, so you begin to try to hum them, sing it. And before you know it, you're singing, you're writing, and the gift is stirring up, and the fire keeps stirring. You're kindled that fire in you. Glory to God. The flame keep burning. And before you know it, you burst out a new song. You're writing the song. You produce the song. The song is on CD. You're singing all over YouTube every social media because God gave you that vision and dream of songs and songwriting and you give it birth. You make it happen. You begin to get it done. You writing it down. You're writing the vision, writing the lyrics of the songs, making it come alive when you give it birth. Now you are a singer songwriter, all of that for God's glory. Why? Because you make this vision come alive. You make your dream come alive. You just didn't sit down. Many times God wake us up 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. Speaking to us. Write this down. Do this. You need to do this. Well, we get so tired. And for some reason, God always speaks when we're so exhausted. We can't get up to write nothing down because you're so tired. I can't get up. Lord, I'm so tired. I can't right now. And, and in the morning, he'll be speaking, speaking. In the morning, daylight come. You don't remember one thing God said because you did not write it down. And I'm speaking from experience. I said, Lord, I repent. I will not do this again. The moment you say, get up, write this down. I'm going to jump up and begin to write what God is saying. Because you can't rely on your brain to hold all that information. You have to write. Because the book says in Abacup chapter 2, write the vision. Make it plain. The vision, it needs to be written out. Write it out. For those who read it may run with it. So as you write it down, you begin to meditate upon it. You pray on it. You meditate. You pray on it. You take it to the Lord. You write it down. Because when you write it down, you have a better, clearer understanding of what God is giving to you and what he's saying. Glory to God. It makes it clear. It said, write it down. So you have to write it down. You have to get up and write things down so that you'll remember. Glory to God. And then you have to stir it up. Stir up the vision. What has God given you to do? Only you alone know the gift and the talent God has given you. So you have to stir it up. Stir it up. Make the flame burn. Glory to God. Stir it up. Maybe God has called you to be a baker, a nice, delicious pastry owner, to own a pastry, to make delicious cakes. You know, stuff like that is giving you a cater, a, a business to make delicious um, delicacies. And then God is giving you recipes 
unique recipes just for you. Nobody has these recipes, but God just bless you with recipes and he's given these recipes to you. You're not paying attention. How are you going to get it? Make these cakes delicious delicacy if you're not writing down the recipes. God giving you fresh revelation of recipes to make the bake cakes, cookies, all these things to break forth into your new business. He speak to you one, two, three in the morning. Okay, I'm giving you a recipe to make this type of cake. And he's giving you the recipe. In your vision, you're getting all these recipes. And you're like, I can't get up. I can't, I can't write it down. I'm so tired. Okay, I, I'm going to write it down when I wake up. By the time you wake up, God stopped speaking for that period. And you don't have one recipe written down, but you said you remember. You don't remember what God told you to write down. All these recipes is giving you a particular recipe for this wonderful cake that you're going to break out that nobody ever made before. You just missed it. You miss it. The vision is aborted because you missed it. You failed to write the vision you fail to run with it and those who read it run with it because if you write it down you'll run with it you'll pray about you make things begin to happen for you but you missed it so in this season then you have to wait and pray and ask god lord have mercy i mean give me back those visions and of those recipes please lord and if he wants to have mercy on you he will and the visions will come back and you to have the recipes to bake those Nice cake. Glory to God. So I don't know what your vision is. I don't know what God has given to you. But I'm just encouraging you in this season. that whatever passion, whatever gifting God has given to you to create, to do great invention, to pay attention in your dreams, in your vision. When he's speaking to you, get a notebook. Get a notebook. Begin to write things down. Jot things down. What God is saying in this season. Because you will not remember. You cannot rely on just your brain to, to remember so many things that's going on in your life. You have to write it down. The Bible said write the vision. And sometimes your visions are not clear. You have to go back to God and say, you know, Lord, I, I, I got a vision. You showed me something, but it's not clear. I don't understand what it is. You have to go back to him in prayer and say, can you explain to me what it is? What should I be doing? And stuff like that. And like I said, the vision may be not for now, but you have to pray through, pray through. Remember Joseph that had the coat of many colors. He had visions that God was going to use him mightily and his brothers were going to bow down to him and he was, going to, he was destined for greatness. But Joseph never waited he just ran his mouth to his brothers and they decided to take out joseph because they were jealous of him why am i saying that i'm saying that you cannot share your visions and your dreams with everybody because some are destiny killers vision killers they don't mean you any well they're not praying for you they're not happy for you and they will speak negative words. Remember, I spoke life and death are in the power of the tongue. They speak about your vision. You share it with them honestly because they're your friends. And you hope that they'll pray with you and stand with you. Then you're like, they'll be like, the moment you turn your back, they're like, 
she's not going to make those cakes. She talk about God gave her recipes in her dream. Please, that's not going to happen. I don't know who she thinks she is. That is never going to happen. What happened a while ago? They just killed your dream. They just killed your vision because with their mouth, with their tongue. And therefore, you begin to struggle because you can't come up with this, this, this recipe. You can't start the prophecy. You can't fulfill it. And you're having all kind of difficulties. And it's time is running out. It's three years and you didn't do one cake. You didn't make one cake. And you have the recipe. Three years God gave you recipes to make cakes. And you share your destiny, your vision with one person that may, meant you no good. And they speak negative words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. They killed your vision. They spoke death and says she will never make a cake. She will never make that recipe. She will never have a bakery, a pastry shop. Never. What did they do? They just killed your vision. Killed what God gave to you. So be very careful in this season. Who are you going to share your vision with? Who are you going to share your, your plans with? Because the person have to really have the heart of God and love you as the love of Christ. So wish you well and to pray you through and said, Sister, I'm keeping you in prayer, making intercession for you, praying for you, seeing you through so that it will come to pass in your life at the appointed time. And it's hard to find such person, such a person. That will stand with you to make sure you your vision give birth. But when you do find destiny helpers that will pray, pray you through, encourage you, give you advice, you should think about this. You could research this, try this, try that. Encourage you to give so you can give birth to that pastry business of you baking those delicious pastries because God given you the recipe. If you find such destiny helpers that will encourage you, stand with you, pray with you, give you good advice, biblical, spiritual counsel, how to get things down. You ought to treasure those friends. You ought to treasure those loved ones and those family because not everyone in your family is there for you to stand with. You. But if you find a few that will stand with you and encourage you to break forth the gifts and talents that God have placed inside of you, you ought to Thank God for them and pray for them. And thank God for those destiny helpers that God sent to your life. You have to pray consistently for your destiny helpers because the enemy don't want you to fulfill the plan and purpose of God. So the enemy will also stop your destiny helper from helping you. You're praying. The destiny helper is on his way to help you. Then there is warfare. The enemy stopped the destiny helpers from coming towards you. You're struggling. You need help. You need answers. You need help. And God is sending that help. But you cannot get to the help. Can I get to you? Why? Because there is a warfare. Because there was a negative word spoken over your destiny. So that word needs to be broken. Amen. You have to pray and break those negative words in the name of Jesus. And ask God to send forth and release your destiny helpers wherever they have been stuck. So that they could come. If you read the book of Daniel chapter 10. It says that Daniel was praying for 21 days. But the first time he prayed God answered it. But it took 21 days for Daniel to get an answer. Why? Because the angel Gabriel was on his way. To answer Daniel's prayer. 
but the prince of Persia blocked angel Gabriel from going to Daniel for 21 days. The messenger angel was held up in the spiritual realm, block, because uh, a prince of Persia, powers and principality blocked him. So God had to release angel Michael, an angel of warfare, to release the messenger angel so that he could come down on earth to answer Daniel's prayer. So that daniel chapter 10 that scripture that story tell us that when we pray there is warfare god will send the answer but there's warfare going on and we will not get the release until god send a release angel michael to release him the messenger angel so he could come to us so we have to pray and those things happen through prayer what if daniel has stopped praying you have to keep praying and sometimes our blessings it will take more than 21 days to come forth you've been praying for something your family to get saved your kids whatever you're praying for sometimes it takes 20 years and then you're getting tired and weary you want to give up, but do not give up. I pray that you will draw strength from the Lord. Oh, glory to God. You will not give up. You will continue to press in prayer and to believe. Because the scripture said, though it tarry waits, it will not lie. It will speak. I've been praying for my family, unsaved loved one for years, over 20 years. And I'm not giving up. I am still praying. I'm still believing God. I'm still having faith that every one of them will enter into the kingdom of heaven. They'll be saved. They will know the Lord for themselves. Those who do not know God will begin to know the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So you cannot get discouraged. You cannot lose faith. And you cannot war in the spirit you have to pray you have to war over every promises god promises us as a child of god pray for your kids war over their destinies war over their lives war 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 pray 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 prayer is what god has given us prayer oh glory to god and the enemy will fight your prayer life you get so tired you get so distracted there is no energy to pray you fall asleep but you have to come against that plan of the enemy. You have to find out what time is better. If nighttime is hard for you to stay up and pray. Pray in the daytime. You have to set a schedule when it comes to prayer. If you find it very difficult to pray at nighttime, you have to figure out, plan your schedule to pray. You have to have a prayer list, what you're praying about, what you're praying for. And then you have to Plan the time that you're going to spend time with God. How are you going to get it done? Where are you going to go to spend time with him? Because you can't just rely on, oh, I, might, I may do it later. I may do, you cannot do that. It's an appointment that you're meeting with God. And if you say, Lord, I'm going to pray with you at this time, he will be there. He will be there. He will honor the time that you said you're going to spend time with him. But if you don't show up, you miss that opportunity. To spend time with God. 
And this is a personal experience. I said, time to spend time with God. And I remember I did not meet God at that time, at that moment that I said I was going to spend time with him. Oh, hallelujah. But later that day, I went in that location that I said I was going to meet God. And loud and clear, I heard God say, where were you? I was waiting for you. That shocked me. Because I realized that it's very important. They, he took his, his appointment with us very serious. He said, where were you? I've been waiting for you. You told me you would meet me at this time for prayer. And you want to meet me. Oh, glory to God. I felt so bad because I failed. I never showed up when I told the Lord, I'm going to take this time to spend time with you. So I had to repent and ask God for mercy. Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Lord. Forgive me. He loved us so much with an unconditional love. The love that God has for you and I. You cannot explain it. It's more than human understanding. Your mind cannot understand the love that Christ has for you and I, for the whole world. Our mind is too small. We cannot understand it. It's amazing. And we just have to take it and accept it and embrace the love of God. And dig deeper into the love of God because there's more depth in the love. There's height, width, length of the love of God. So there's more to in the love. You need to dig deep into finding and knowing the love of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And he wants you, all of us to experience his love. Glory to God. So I encourage you. Your life is busy. You're running with the kids. You're working. Your family. Everything is just so much. But we have to make a decision. That it doesn't matter how busy it gets. I'm going to take time away and spend time with the Lord. I'm going to spend time reading the word. I'm going to spend time worshiping the Lord. I'm going to spend time in prayer because we need the mind of God. We have to spend time in prayer. Prayer is the key to mysteries and revelation insight and access to the spiritual realm. Prayer is where you know the mind of God and get directions of what you need to do and how you need to fulfill your destiny. It's true prayer. We have to increase our prayer life. We have to dig deep into the prayer, press into intercession. And that's when the spirit connects with the spirit of God through intercession because you just release the flesh, the mind of the flesh, and begin to take on the spirit of Christ and the mind of Christ. And you go deep into intercession. You begin to pray for the family, the nations. You pray for your community, your church. You pray for so many things that you didn't plan to pray for. But as you press into prayer, God begin to give you burden. You need to pray for this. You need to pray for this one. You need to pray for that one. You need and you begin to open up your spirit so God can move in you freely. So you could pray for every situation and circumstances that he wants you to pray for at that moment when you're in prayer. So we cannot afford to take prayer lightly. We cannot afford to miss our 
appointment with the Lord. When we say we're going to meet God and pray at this time, we have to show up and pray because he's there. And he takes it seriously because when I missed my appointment one day from praying and I went back to that place, he said, where were you? I missed you. You didn't show up. I missed you. You needed to show up whenever you tell me you're going to pray at this time. I am there. So I just want to encourage everyone that's listening to my voice. Take your prayer life very seriously. Take your worship life seriously. Worship the Lord. He inhabits the praises of his people. You want you to worship him. You want you to lavish yourself in worship. You want to give up yourself in worship because we were created to worship the Lord. And read the word. He wants you to be reading the Bible. Read the word. Get to know him. You spend time in the word. You spend time into the knowing Jesus. And the word cleanses and washes us clean. So the word does a lot. It makes us grow. Make us get the mind of Christ. The word cleanses and washes us. It gives us insights and revelation and knowing the mind of Christ. So we cannot live a, a life in the spirit without the word and without prayer and worship. Glory to God. So these are my encouragement today that you have to stir up the gifts inside of you. Do not let it get dormant. Stir up the gift that God has given you. Paul tell Timothy, stir it up like a pot you're cooking and everything is at the bottom. So you want the flavor to be all over into that stew, right? So you keep stirring the pot, stir it up, stir it up so that the flavor and the aroma comes up. Glory to God. So when you stir up the gifts and the passion and the purpose that God placed in you, you stir it up in prayer, in praise, in worship, stir it up, rekindle the fire, fresh fire comes. The fire in you from the spirit of God begin to burn, overflow inside of you. Glory to God. So you won't get weak. You won't get die in the spirit. But you will come active in the spirit. So alive, refresh in the spirit. Glory to God. Because we live in the spirit. Amen. Glory to God. So I want to encourage you. And God has not given us a spirit of fear. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. We have the liberty in Jesus Christ to be bold and have faith and believe because God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given us power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. He did not give us a spirit of fear. And that's found in the book of 2 Timothy. Oh, glory to God. Verses 6 and 7 said, Stir up the gift and do not be afraid. Whatever God gives to you, you have to run with it and make it happen and come alive and break negative words spoken over your destiny, over your destiny, over your kids and your family. And let the visions and dreams that he placed in you, do not let it die. Give it birth at the appointed time. Let it come alive. If we have given you songs and lyrics, write these songs, sing them, stir up the gift, let the fire burn, burst out in singing and worship unto God because we have given you those lyrics to write and only you alone has given it to. If you sit down and don't do anything, it's, you're going to kill that vision. Glory to God. 
Oh, hallelujah. And be careful who you talk to because some people are vision killers. The moment you tell them, oh, God has given me a new song to write, a vision, the lyrics came to me in my dream. I wrote down the song. I'm singing it. You told the wrong person. The moment you turn your back, they say, hmm. we will see. She's not writing no song. She's not making no music, no CD. Nothing is going to happen to her. She can't even sing. They just kill your vision with negative words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. They speak negative words over you. They're killing your vision. They speak death. So you have to cancel. I cancel every negative word spoken over your life, over my life right now. And I kill it. And I declare and I decree that your destiny and your prophecies over your life, it will live and you will give birth to great things that God has given you in the name of Jesus Christ. You write those lyrics, you sing those songs, you burst out into worship, you make it come alive in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know what God has given to you, hallelujah, but you make sure you give it birth. You make sure it comes alive. Do not let it die because he has chosen you and he has set you apart to give you this great thing. You may be a, a, a book, writing books. Things come to you by revelation to write books. Make sure you're writing down every time God gives you something. Write it down and write that great book so everybody can be blessed from the books that you're writing. Oh, hallelujah. He's giving you the, the, the recipes to bake cakes and cookies and whatever god give you make sure you're writing those recipes down make sure you're in the kitchen making these recipes make it come alive stir up that gift make it work faith and works faith without work is dead you can't sit down and say oh yes god giving me this dream to do something and you 20 years you sit down you don't do anything you kill the vision write the vision and run with it and make it happen. Glory to God. Do something with it. Don't just sit there and do nothing. Because somebody else is doing that same thing that you God gave to you. You go and seek them. I know you're doing this. God gave this to me. How do should I get going? Help, can you help me? You ask questions. And they may decide if they want to help you, push you, and encourage you and give you advice. But then God always sends destiny helpers to help you along the way. But you have to know who your destiny helpers are. Because if you connect with people who are not your destiny helpers, they will kill your vision, kill everything that God has given to you. Glory to God. But in this season, we will be so sensitive in the spirit. We will know who we are called to, who will help us. We will know who our destiny helpers are. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. And how do you know them? By the Spirit. And how do you know by the Spirit? By the Holy Spirit inside of you and through prayer. You pray, you commune with God, you talk to God. Hallelujah. And you will line up everything according to His will and plan and purposes for your life. It's according to God's plan. You pray this prayer. Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in my life. Let your will be done in my life. Lord, I need your perfect will to be done in my life. Your perfect will. Your perfect will, Lord, in my life. In the name of Jesus. Everything, every decisions that you have to make, you ask God, what is your will, Lord? I need your will. 
I want only your will, your perfect will for my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Because if you do it your way, you may fail and abort the plans and purposes over your life. If you do it your way and you don't wait on God, you don't wait on the season, you don't wait on the timing, you will abort the greatness and the blessing that God have placed inside of you because you did not wait. Waiting doesn't mean you're not doing anything. Waiting means you're preparing for what God has given you. Waiting in prayer. Waiting in writing the vision. Waiting in doing your researches. Waiting and talking to people who are in that position or higher to give you good counsel, wisdom. Waiting to know who your destiny helpers are and they will help you to push and give birth to the blessings that God has given unto you. It could be your spiritual leader that's over you, your pastors. Glory to God. But first and foremost, seek the counsel of the Holy Spirit. And then you seek the counsel of your, your apostle, your pastor, who is over your life, your shepherd. Oh, glory to God, so that they could pray over you and counsel you with spiritual wisdom. Amen. Glory to God. We give God praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give God praise. So I just want to encourage you as I encourage myself. Do not get discouraged. Speak for the blessing over your life, your family. Write your visions down. Oh, glory to God. Declare and decree a thing and it shall be established speak for it i declare and i decree i'm the head and not the tail i declare and i decree that the blessing of the lord make it me rich and added no sorrow unto it i declare and decree that the lord's will will prevail in my life and my life of my family i declare and i decree that i will have a desire to read the word of god a passion to read his word i declare and i decree that i will love to the pray to spend time with him I declare and I decree that I will love the word of God. I declare and I decree of a desire to fulfill and walk in the word, talk the word, live the word. Let the word of God be my lifestyle. I declare and I decree that I have a passion to let the word of God be my lifestyle in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare and I decree that I will stay away from evil, stay away from sin in the name of Jesus. I declare and I decree that I will seek spiritual counsel in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare and I decree, I'll wait on the timing of God. I'll wait on the seasons of God and the set time, the appointed time. I will wait, I will wait. Habakkuk 2, I will wait, glory to God. And I will write the vision and run with it in the name of Jesus. Though it tarry, it will speak, it will not lie. It shall surely come to pass. But we have to make our preparation. Glory to God. We have to be wise. And another scripture I want to mention before we say end of this broadcast is Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 and 20. It says, if two of you touching anything in agreement, it shall be done. If you are praying about something, it's good that you join with someone. Both of you pray for it and it will be established. 
it's very important and that's why husband and wives who are living for the lord they are so powerful and they get things done because they come together and they pray the prayer of agreement you have to agree glory to god oh glory to god you have to agree the prayer of agreement you have to agree matthew chapter 18 glory to god let me go there matthew chapter 18 oh hallelujah thank you holy ghost if two or three touching anything in agreement it shall be established sometime you need someone to join with you in prayer amen and you will see the results husband and wives they are powerful together when they come together in agreement and pray over situation and circumstances and god honors their prayer why because they're in agreement they're working together and fulfilling the will of the lord when husband and wives are not in agreement and there is warfare things don't get done because they're not coming together as one in unity glory to god oh hallelujah hallelujah we give god praise if you maybe you're single and you don't have a husband you could come together with someone in your family and pray with them concerning some situation that you're praying about standing in agreement that the person is agreeing with what you're praying amen oh hallelujah so let's go into the word matthew chapter 18 Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, it says, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Glory to God. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done of my Father, which is in heaven. So it's good to agree in prayer with someone. It's very important to agree with someone in prayer. Prayer of agreement is powerful. I'm always asking someone to agree with me in prayer concerning situation, and God honors it all the time. In the book of Job, chapter 38, talk about commanding your day. When you wake up in the morning, it's very important to command your day. Speak for it. Declare and decree what you want your day to be about. You wake up, you honor the Lord, you bless the Lord, you worship him. Then you said, I declare and I decree that my day will be blessed. I declare and I decree that destiny helpers will locate me today in the name of Jesus. I declare and I decree that souls will locate me and I will speak about Jesus in the name of Jesus. Lord, locate me with souls so that I may speak of you in the name of Jesus. I declare and I decree that my day would be blessed and blessed going in, blessed going forth in the name of Jesus. 
I declare and I decree no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rise up against me in judgment shall be condemned. I declare and I decree my children are blessed. I declare and I decree my family is blessed. So you speak for the blessing. You command your day before you leave your house. You speak for the blessing. You command your day. You take authority in the realm of the spirit what you want from your day. I know you probably never heard about that before. But if you just leave your house and go out and you don't speak and command your day, all kind of things can happen. You declare and decree no accident. I will not have no accident. I declare and I decree no animal, no deer, no cow will run into my car. Right? You cover yourself under the blood. I cover my car under the blood. I cover my family under the blood. I cover my business under the blood. I cover my church family under the blood you cover and you speak and you command your day i declare and i decree i'll be blessed today in business i declare and i decree destiny helpers will locate me i declare and i call for clients from the east west north and south into my business i declare and i decree that my gift will make room for me and bring me before great men i declare and i decree that your gifts will bring you before, will make room for you and bring you before a great man in the name of Jesus. So this is what Job was saying in Job 38. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We give God praise. Let's read what Job said. Job 38. I love the word. I love to read the word. Job 38 verse 11. Oh, hallelujah. It says, and said, thus far you shall come, but no farther. And here your proud wave shall. Since your days began, have you ever commanded the morning and caused the dawn to know its place so that light may take hold of the corners of the earth and shake the wickedness out of it? So the Lord was speaking to Job. Have you commanded your morning? Since your days began, have you ever commanded your morning and caused the dawn to know its place? So the light, the light of God may take hold of the corners of the hurt and shake the wickedness out of it. So we have to command and take authority over our mornings before we leave our house. Take authority and command your mornings. How do you want your morning to be? How are you going to set your day? You speak for it what you want. Do you want clients in your business? Do you want your kids to excel at school? Glory to God. Do you want your boss to call you into that office to promote you? Do you want respect in your, in your workplace? Do you want to drive without no accident? Do you want my God, you speak whatever you want your morning to be because it said that in the book of Job 38. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. We give God praise. So I think we're not doing that enough. Maybe you do it, but not enough. You need to do it a lot. And verse Job 23 said, verse 14, it says, For he performs what is planned appointed for me glory to god he is mindful of many such things therefore i would be terrified of his presence 
Job knew that God does what is appointed for his life and he's mindful of everything. And because of that, he's terrified of the presence of the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So my time is up on Iron Sharpener. I thank you for staying with me on Iron Sharpener today. And you could share and sub subscribe this video to your friends, your family. Glory to God. I thank you. I want everyone to see this video just to let you know that life and death is in the power of your tongue. And I hope that you choose to speak life, life into your family, life into other people's family. Do not curse others with their mouth and speak death to someone. Do to others what you want them do unto you. Glory to God. Bless and not curse. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. And cover yourself under the blood. Declare and decree a thing and it shall be established. Glory to God. Find someone and join in prayer. There's prayer in, in a prayer and agreement. There is power in the prayer of agreement. Find someone to pray with, to agree with your plans and purpose. Someone that means well for your destiny, that pray for you without ceasing, that your destiny will not be aborted. Come together in agreement with that person because there's power in agreement. Where two or three to, are together, gathered in my name, the Lord said, he is there. Oh, glory to God. And remember to write your vision. Make it plain. For those who read it will run with it. The vision is for an appointed time. Though it delay, though it tarry, wait. It will not lie. It speaks of a voice. It shall not lie. It will surely Come, glory to God. And waiting doesn't mean folding your arm, do nothing. Waiting in mean you're praying and watering your vision with prayer, seeking the face of God, doing your research about the visions that He has given unto you. Seek God, hallelujah. Press into prayer and intercession. Do your research, make it happen. So when the appointed time comes, like a woman giving birth, she made preparation for the baby. She have the baby room, she have the baby clothes. She have everything concerning the baby, every, a bag packed for the hospital. So when the time comes for her to give birth, she is ready to go. Everything is prepared. Glory to God. She's ready. She's out the door with her bag packed. Oh, hallelujah. Coming back with a nice bundle of joy into her home. Glory to God. Everything is ready. We give God praise. So that's what it is when you get a vision and a dream. You run with it. You make things happen. You prepare for that set time, that appointed time. Glory to God. So I pray for everyone listening and watching this video. I cover you under the blood of Jesus and I speak for the blessing of God over your life. And I declare and I decree that your visions will not be aborted. Oh, glory to God. I declare and I decree that it will be at an appointed time, a set time for the manifestation. Hallelujah. Though it tarry, I pray that you wait. You will not get discouraged. You will not get weary or tired. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I cover you and I declare and I decree that you will have faith, that your faith will increase, that your faith will work. Faith and work, faith and work, faith and work, faith and work in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith and work, faith and work, hallelujah. Faith and work, we give God praise. All the glory belongs to Jesus. I cover your vision and your destiny under the blood. 
and the gates of hell will not prevail against your life and your destiny and your family in the name of Jesus. And you speak life, glory to God, and you make it happen because God has given greatness to you and to your family and to your children and your loved one. And it's up to you to make a decision what you're going to do, how you're going to make it come alive. Stir up the gift that is in you. Stir it up. Stir up the gift. Kindle the fire, fresh fire. Make it come alive. Do not let the fire die. Glory to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. You are blessed on every side. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank everyone for joining Iron Sharpener. Please subscribe and share this video to your friends and to your family. Glory to God so that you will get the notification when I come on again. I trust that you are blessed. Glory to God and you're encouraged. Hallelujah. We give God praise. All the glory belongs to him. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. If you want to be a guest on our show, you want to email ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest, we want to hear your story. We want to hear what God has done for you. We want to hear your testimony. If you have a business, you want to advertise your business on Iron Sharpener, you could email us, ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. If you want to advertise your event, a party, a wedding, let us know, ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. Or you could call us, 518-703-8487. 518-703-8487. We advertise businesses. Oh, glory to God. And we take guests so that you could share your store in Iron Sharpener so that we can impact this generation for Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. There's a few businesses I want to announce. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area and you need an automobile, a used automobile, you want to contact GMD Auto, Auto Mart. GMD Auto Mart. And the number is 678-751-1431. 678-751-1431. GMD Auto Mart. Used cars are available. Glory to God. If you are in the upstate new york area and you're looking for properties you want to connect with win morrison realty all the way in catskill new york and you want to connect me sandra buchanan 518-267-9181 518-267-9181 if you want to buy land to build new projects if you want to sell your property you want to buy commercial multi-units if you want to buy storage units whatever way you want to invest now is the time it is a seller's market glory to god so i will be your agent upstate new york downstate new york glory to god you want to connect also if you're in the upstate new york area and you need a seamstress you want to connect with leela smith she does dressmaking tailoring seamstress you alter men and women clothing she also do um custom made if you need have fabric you want to make a fresh outfit she does that if you're out of state you could ship your measurements and the fabric to her she will get it done her name is lila smith 
and her number is 518-653-0600. Again, 518-653-0600. If you're looking for a caterer for Caribbean dishes, you want to connect with Caribbean Kitchen. And the number is 518-653-3764. 518-653-3764. Caribbean Kitchen. She does catering if you're having a party or an event and you need some delicious Caribbean meals. You want to connect with Margaret Ryman at Caribbean Kitchen. If you need your car to be detailing, like brand new, you want to connect with Dorian Ryman and Auto Rhyme Car Detailing. Auto Rhyme Car Detailing, and his number is 518-653-3764. If you need a tax preparer, it's tax time. You want to connect with Celia Graham in Hudson, New York, and her number is 518-821-5164. Again, 518-821-5164. Sila Graham Tax Preparer. Glory to God. If you're looking for a home church to go to in the Hudson, upstate New York area, you don't have a place where you go for fellowship, you can fellowship with us at All Nations Church, Hudson, New York. It's at 389 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York. 389 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York. And it's right in the Bagel Time Plaza on Fairview Avenue. Our worship time is 3 p.m. every Sunday. 3 p.m. every Sunday. And we have a Bible studies every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And we also have Bible studies every Thursday night at 7 p.m. So come and fellowship with us at All Nations Church. It is glorious. Glory to God. If you are in the Hudson, New York area and you're looking for a day spa, Serenity Wellness Center Day Spa, a spa like no other, Serenity Wellness Day Spa is also mobile. We could come to you for spa parties. You may be looking for a gift to buy a loved one, a friend, a mother, father, a, whoever it is. We sell gift certificates. They're on sale for Father's Day, for Mother's Day, for Easter, for every occasion. Gift certificates are online at serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. Again, serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. A spa like no other. It's in Hudson, New York. Glory to God. And the website is www.serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. I just want to do a few more commercials before we um, close out. Um, I just want to announce Jay's Cuisine. It's a catering American dish dishes. Jay's Cuisine. You could call and order America's, American, American meals, sandwiches, pastas, salads, chicken. Delicious. And the number is 518-828-1926. Jay's Cuisine, 518-828-1926 in the Hudson area. Another business I want to announce is Serenity Medical Day Spa by Dr. Tanya Mays, OBGYN, board certified, and laser skin care. She's at 968 Columbia Street, Hudson, New York. The number is 518 567 67 
1804. Glory to God. Dr. Tanya Mays, Serenity Wellness Medical Day Spa, OBGYN board certified. You could look her up. Glory to God in Hudson, New York. And those are the announcements, the commercials for today in Iron Sharpener. If you would like to be a guest in Iron Sharpener, you have a gift in or talent you want to share. You want to email us at ironsharpener21 at gmail.com or you could call 518-703-8487, 518-703-8487. If you have a business you want to advertise in our broadcast, an event, a party, something that you're having, you also want to call 518-703-8487.